0: Chapter Ten of Peeps at People, being certain papers from the writings of Anne Warrington Witherup, by John Kendrick Bangs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Ten, The Dureskys. Anne Warrington Witherup, read by K. Hand. Innkeeper, read by Phone.
1: Edward Duresky read by jim gallagher
2: jean de reski read by peter strom
0: on my return to london i received a message from my principals at home suggesting that in view of the possibilities of opera next winter an interview with the famous brothers de reski would be interesting to the readers of the united states I immediately started for Warsaw, where, I was given to understand, these wonderful operatic stars were spending the summer on their justly famous stock farm. I arrived late at night, and put up comfortably at a small and inexpensive inn on the outskirts of the city. Mine host was a jolly old Polander, who, having emigrated and then returned from America, spoke English almost as well as a citizen of the United States. He was very cordial, and assigned me the best room in his house without murmur or a tip anxious to learn how genius is respected in its own country i inquired of him if he knew where the Dreskes lived and what kind of people they were oh yes he said i know them Dreskes
3: very well already they have one big farm back on the hills i get my butter and eggs from those dureskies indeed said i somewhat amused they are fine fellows both of them yes he said i like them well enough their butter is good and their eggs is good but their milk is always skimmed i do not understand it why they should skim their milk i presume said i that their voices are in good condition well he replied i don't know much about their voices i don't ever speak to them much when i saw them lost they could make themselves hurt but you know they don't need their voices much already they keep a man to sell their butter and eggs but of course you know that they are renowned for their vocal powers i suggested i don't know much about them he said simply they go away for a year or two every six months and they come back with plenty of money of one kind and another but i suppose they made it all out of butter and eggs what is those vocal powers you was talking about is dot some new kind of chickens
0: I gave the landlord up as a difficult case, but the next day, when I called at the castle of the two famous singers, I perceived why it was that in their own land they were known chiefly as farmers. The Doreskis, said I, as I entered their castle, some ten miles out of Vorsov, and held out my hands for the brothers to clasp. It was a superb building with a façade of imposing quality, and not, as I had supposed, built of painted canvas, but of granite. To be sure, there were romantic little balconies distributed about it for Jeanne to practice on, with here and there a dark, forbidding casement which suggested the most bass of Edouard's bass notes. But generally, the castle suggested anything but the flimsy structure of a grand opera scene. Their reply was instant, and I shall never forget the magnificent harmony of their tones as they sang in unison.
2: Miss Winthrop, Miss Winthrop,
0: they inquired the sa ha 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 i sang and i haven't a bad voice at all we are glad sang jean in tenor tones
1: we are glad
0: echoed edouard only in bass notes and then they joined together in
1: we are are glad we we are are glad to see you
0: i wish i could write music so that i could convey the delightful harmonies of the moment to the reader's ear particularly the last phrase if a typographical subterfuge may be employed, it went like this.
1: To see he- 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 you.
0: Start on C and go a note lower on each line, and you will get some idea of the exquisite musical phrasing of my greeting.
1: Excuse me, Jean.
0: Said Edouard.
1: But we are forgetting ourselves. It is only abroad that we are singers. Here we are farmers, and not even dourless.
2: True, said Jean. Miss Witherup we must apologize we recognized in you a matinee girl from new york and succumbed to the temptation to try to impress you but here we are not operatic people we run a farm do you come to interview us as singers or farmers
0: i've come to interview you in any old way you please said i i want to see you at home
1: well here we are
0: said eduard with one of his most fascinating smiles look at us "'Tell me,' said I, "'how did you know I was a matinee girl? "'You just said you recognized me as one.'
2: "'Easy,'
0: laughed Jean with a wink at his brother.
2: "'By the size of your hat.'
0: "'Ah, but you said from the United States,' I urged. "'How did you know that? "'Don't English matinee girls wear large hats?'
1: "'Yes,'
0: returned Edouard with a courteous bow.
1: "'But yours is in exquisite taste.'
0: "'Just then the telephone bell rang "'and Jean ran to the receiver.' Edward looked a trifle uneasy and i kept silent
1: what is it jean
2: Edward asked in a moment it's a message from the countess poniatowska she says the milk this morning was sour those cows must have been at the green apples again replied the tenor moodily
1: it's very annoying
0: put in Edward impatiently
1: that stage carpenter we brought over from the metropolitan isn't worth a cent i told him to build a coop large enough for those cows to run around in and strong enough to keep them from breaking out and eating the apples and this is the third time they've done this i really think we ought to send him back to new york he'd make a good target for the gunners to shoot over at the navy yard
0: what are the prospects for grand opera next year mr de Rezky? i asked after a slight pause pretty good
2: replied jean absently of course if the milk was sour we'll have to send another can over to the countess
1: i suppose so
2: said edouard
1: But the thing's got to stop i don't mind losing a little money in this farm at the outset but when it costs us fifteen hundred dollars a quart to raise milk i don't much like having to provide substitute quarts when it sours at sixteen cents a gallon just because a fool carpenter can't build a cow coop strong enough to keep the beasts away from green apples
0: i had to laugh quietly for as the daughter of a farmer i could see that these spoiled children of fortune knew as much about farming as i knew about building lighthouses "'Perhaps I suggested it wasn't the green apples that soured the milk. It may have been the thunderstorm last night that did it.'
2: "'That can't be,'
0: says Jean positively.
2: "'We have provided against that. All our cows have lightning rods on them. We bought them from a Connecticut man, who was in here the other day for five hundred dollars apiece. So, you see, no electrical disturbance could possibly affect them. It must have been the apples.'
1: i suppose i'd better tell plancon to take the extra court over himself at once and explain to the countess
0: said edouard plancon here too i cried in sheer delight
1: yes
2: but it's a secret said jean the whole troop is here plancon has charge of the cows but nobody knows it i wouldn't send plancon he added reverting to edouard's suggestion he'll stay over there all day singing duets with the ladies why not ask Scalchi to attend to it? She's going to town after the turnip seed this morning, and she can stop on her way. All right, said Edward.
1: I imagine that will be better. Blancone's got all he can do to get the hay in anyhow.
0: Edward looked at me and laughed.
1: We are hard workers here, Miss Winthrop, he cried. And I can tell you what it is. There's no business on earth so exacting and yet so delightful as farming.
0: And you are all in it together, I said.
1: Yes, you see, last time we were all in New York, we were the most harmonious opera troupe there ever was.
0: Edward explained.
1: And it was such a novel situation that Jean and I invited them all here for the farming season, and have put the various branches of the work into the hands of our guests, we two retaining executive control.
0: Delightful I cried.
1: Melbla has charge of the dairy and does a great deal of satisfactory rehearsing while churning the butter. You should hear the spinning song from Faust as she does it to the accompaniment of a churn Magnificent.
2: And you ought to see little Russitano and Cremonini rounding up the chickens every night, while Barmeister collects the eggs. Put in Jean. And Planson milking the cows after Morl has called them home. And that huge old chap Tamagno, pushing the lawnmower up and down the hayfields through the summer sun. Those are sights that even the gods rarely witness. It must be a
0: picture, I ejaculated with enthusiasm. And Ancona, is he with you?
1: He is, and he's as useful a man as ever was, said Edward. He is our head ploughboy, and Calvay's vegetable garden. Well, Jean and I do not wish to seem vain, Miss Winthrop. But really, if there is a vegetable garden in the world that produces cabbages that are cabbages, and artichokes that are artichokes, and Bermuda potatoes that are Bermuda potatoes, it is Calvay's garden right here.
0: "'And what becomes of all the product
2: of your farm?' I asked. "'We sell it all,' said Jean. "'We supply the Tsar of Russia with green peas and radishes. "'The Emperor of Germany buys all his asparagus from us, "'and we have secured the broiled chicken contract for the Austrian court for the next five years.'
0: "'And don't you feel, Mr. Derezki? I asked, "'that all this interferes with your work?'
2: "'It is my work,'
0: replied the great tenor then why i queried do you not take it up exclusively singing in a grand opera must be very exhausting
2: it is sighed jean it is indeed siegfried is harder than haying and i would rather shear six hundred sheep than sing tristan but alas edward and i cannot afford to give it up for if we did what would become of our farm the estimated expense of producing one can of peace on this estate miss witherup is three hundred dollars but we have to let it go at fifty cents asparagus costs us fourteen eighty a spear a lamb-chop from the de Lambery sells for sixty cents in a paris restaurant but it cost us ninety-seven dollars a pound to raise them so you see why it is that my brother and i still appear periodically in public and also why it is that our services are very expensive we didn't want to take the gross receipts of opera the last time we were in new york but when the company went to the wall we'd have gladly compromised for ninety-nine cents on the dollar had we not at that very time received our semi-annual statement from the agent of our farm showing an expenditure of eight hundred thousand dollars as against gross receipts of one thousand six hundred and fifty dollars
1: sixteen hundred and thirty dollars
2: said eduard correcting his brother
1: we had to deduct twenty dollars from our bill against queen victoria for those pheasant's eggs we sent to windsor three crates of them turned out to be shanghai roosters
2: true said jean i had forgotten
0: i rose and after presenting the singers with the usual check and my cordial thanks for their hospitality prepared to take my leave
2: you must have a souvenir of your visit miss wetherup said jean what shall it be a radish or an alderney cow they both cost us about the same Thank you,
0: I said. I do not eat radishes, and I have no place to keep a cow. But if you will sing the Lohengrin farewell for me, it will rest with me forever.' The brothers laughed. "'You ask ask too much,' much. they cried.
1: "'That That would be be like like giving you ten thousand dollars.'
0: "'Oh, very well,' said I. I'll take the will for the deed.'
1: "'We'll send you our pictures autographed,' said Edward. "'How will that do?'
0: "'I shall be delighted,' I replied, as I bowed myself out.' you can use em to illustrate the interview with jean called out after me and so i left them i hope their anxiety over their crops will not damage their focal bowers as the landlord called them for with their voices gone i believe their farm would prove a good deal of a burden end of chapter
1: ten